You people and your shiny little Christmas. Ooh, presents! An electric fork? Just what I always wanted! Hey, well, let me give you a little present. Some, uh, free advice. Give up the tree, or you wish you never heard of Christmas. Season greetings, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. Bobby. <laughs> and welcome to episode 92. We're talking Pete and Pete. Oh, Christmas Pete. Our first uh, season three episode of Pete and Pete. Yeah. Um, which is um, got a little bit of a different vibe. Definitely. Uh, no Artie, of course. Uh, Bobby, did you watch any Pete and Pete growing up? I did. You did? A lot, yeah. Oh, really? But I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> did any, uh, uh, did like any of it come rushing back? No. No? Okay. Actually, watching it, I felt like I don't remember the show at all. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, before you watched this episode, when you thought of Pete and Pete, what did you think of? I did think of Artie. Oh. Okay. I thought it was more, I just felt like it was a little more darker than I remember it, actually. Yeah, that might be a little, like, there are certainly dark moments in Pete and Pete, but season three seems a little more, I don't know if cynical is the right word, but it's got darker feel to it. Um, I didn't think about it before this, but we put you on a Christmas episode. Right? So this might Like a feel... whole year ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was the, uh, the, um... Uh, Kenan and Cal oh. th- Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a holiday specialist. <laughs> I love it. It's an honor. <laughs> and um, uh, also, we put you on a Christmas episode, but you don't celebrate Christmas, do you? Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Celebrated Hanukkah a lot of my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's okay. You don't mind. I enjoy it. Oh, good. Okay. Hanukkah's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there's only, is there only one Hanukkah Nickelodeon special? Really? Definitely Rugrats. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um. That's the only one I can think of. There has to be more. I can't think of any, but that's surprising. Yeah, it is surprising. Uh, well, before we get going, we heard from Bob, our old friend. Uh, he emailed us about his Nick at Night lineup. Um, he said, Hey, Gut Buckets. It was, I was sad to hear about the creator of SpongeBob dying. I'm not a fan, but anyone that contributes to Nick and the joy of kids deserves kudos. Um, anyway, not a whole lot to say this time around, but I did want to let you know my Nick at Night lineup. This is weird because I don't really have anything to say about the shows themselves, but, uh, because I don't remember anything about them other than the fact that I watched them. (laughs) Uh, at eight o'clock he put Dragnet. Hmm. He said, detectives, always a win for me. Uh, I've never seen an episode of Dragnet. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember. I don't like the name of the show. I don't like it. Dragnet. <laughs> Sounds like the show drags. Uh, doesn't it? Doesn't the show drag? <laughs> immediately makes you think, oh, this is going to be a slog to get through. Yeah, yeah I just don't like it. Uh, then Get Smart. Uh, Secret Agents. Always, wow, also smart. always a win for me. And Funny. A double win. Mm. Definitely familiar with Get Smart. It's okay. Yeah. I yeah. feel about the same as Dragnet. <laughs> Better name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Third, uh, third in the lineup, Rocky and Bullwinkle. 
Oh. Um, Rocky, Bullwinkle, Boris, Natasha. Yep, those were the characters. <laughs> <laughs> and then finishing his lineup is uh, Dick Van Dyke. He either fell over the ottoman, yes, or didn't, boo. I remember waiting anxiously every night to see which it would be. I couldn't possibly have cared any less for anything that went on in the episode. I just wanted to see a grown man fall over an ottoman. (laughs) And then his close call was Partridge Family. It had a theme song. (laughs) Uh, he He said, keep up the fantastic work, blowholes, Bob. Thanks a lot, Bob. Yeah, always good to hear from you. Double uh, Bob episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a cool name. Uh, did you watch any Nick and Knight? Yeah, but I never actually consciously thought about what show, shows were on Nick and Knight because you were mentioning some of them. I'm like, that was on Nick and Knight. Oh, uh, yeah. Rocking Bullwinkle. You weren't that. like, ooh, Three's Company starting. Right? I was never, uh, <laughs> no, never looking forward to turning it on, but I remember keeping it on a couple times. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um,. Well, uh, we're talking, as Andrew said, Oh Christmas Pete. This episode aired uh, in December of 1996. To be precise, Saturday, December 14th, 1996. Uh, It's season three, episode 11, so right near the end of uh, the run of Pete and Pete. But let's take a look at December of 1996. That month, uh, the seventh Billboard Music Awards are held, and the big winner, Alanis Morissette. Mm. And I couldn't agree more. Just, I wore the heck out of that jagged little pill cassette tape. <laughs> nice. Uh, NASA's first Mars rover launched from Cape Canaveral. Pretty, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was so earlier. I thought 1996. It was, uh, 96? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was later than that. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, the U.S. TV industry execs agree to adopt a rating system for television yeah. programs. I remember that vividly. <laughs> those, I know. I remember it feeling like a really big deal that those boxes yeah. would pop up in the corner. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, Taiwanese-American AIDS researcher David Ho is named Time Magazine's Man of the Year. I uh, don't know much else about him, but that's pretty cool. Uh, two actors who are pretty popular right now, younger actors, uh, Haley Steinfeld, who I know from the modern version of True Grit, and Lucas Hedges, who was in like every movie last year, Lady Bird, and um, I'm having trouble thinking of the other one, but uh, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, they were born that month. Um, the 25th annual New Year's Rockin' Eve special airs on ABC with appearances by Sean Colvin. Casey and the Sunshine Band, Spice Girls, Squirrel Nut Zippers, and Usher. Hmm. Pretty good lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would have tuned in for uh, the Squirrel Nut Zippers. I've never listened to them. Oh, no? No. Oh, okay. They're pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so, music. Uh, the number one song all month, December 1996, Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Wow. A, I know re- it. A real power ballad. <laughs> feels good i don't know (laughs) okay um other albums that come out it's not a great month for music other albums that came out that month uh red man uh bloodhound gang and nerf herder Mm. Mm. uh movies number one movies of december of 1996 uh 101 dalmatians for two weeks the that's the live action yeah uh yeah yeah live action um jerry Maguire for a week uh, it was surprised me because I thought it would be for more than a week, but uh, Beavis and Butthead do America and oh, that run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's number one for a week. Uh, and then Michael, the John Travolta Angel mm-hmm. film oh, for yes. one week. 
which I remember seeing in the theater and really liking. Really? <laughs> yeah. Right. He had the wings. It was real cool. <laughs> He'd wear them under that trench coat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, other movies to come out in December of 96, uh, Mars Attacks, oh, yeah. Scream, uh, Ghosts of Mississippi, The People vs. Larry Flint, and Avida. Any favorites of those? Any ones you really like? Uh, Beavis and Butthead and um, Mars Attacks. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I still think about scenes from Mars Attacks <laughs> yeah. today. Like, me too. Things remind me of that. I think it's a movie that actually gets better with time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like people missed. Actually, what... I'm a little afraid to watch it because I don't want it to uh, <laughs> not uh, no. I, I saw it maybe two years ago and thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then for video games of December of 1996, we have Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire. Remember that? Is that coming out? N64. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play that many games, but that was one of them. <laughs> we have Mega Man 8. Uh, we have Diablo, NBA Hang Time, which is a much lesser version of NBA Jam. <laughs> They tried to actually make a good NBA game, and it was like, eh, why bother? <laughs> uh, but the big one from December of 1996, Mario Kart 64. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, this is a game I played probably more hours on this game maybe than any other game, except for maybe Ken Griffey. Uh, who's your character on Mario Kart? I'm Wario, War- usually. Wario. Yeah. Interesting. Bold decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the heavier characters, a little difficult to get used to. Okay. Did you have a character in Mario Kart? Uh, <clears throat> I liked Wario, but everybody wanted <laughs> but him. since Andrew took I him. I would just go to the opposite extreme. I would just, I thought Peach was cool uh, because it's, it's yeah. the opposite of me. <laughs> it's at least, everybody would at least expect me to be Peach. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Toad. Yeah. Uh, Toad. Uh, did you have any favorite courses from the Nintendo 64? Yeah. I loved, um, man, now I can't even think of the name, the beach. Oh, yeah. Um, Koopa Troopa Beach? Is yeah, that Koopa Troopa that? Beach. That nice. Wow. I actually knew something. <laughs> High five, Bobby. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's Love a good that. one. That's yeah. a good one. We get a uh, Wario Stadium. Oh, Being I Being a Wario fan. Yeah, I liked that. Okay. Um, I guess I, I like the desert um, mm. with the rail the, oh, the train. Yeah. I really like that. Um, <laughs> do not like Rainbow Road. I know a lot of people like it. It's just too long. It, and um, if you go off, if you go over the fence in '64, it's just over. You yeah. might as well just like <laughs> quit quit the race because you just that fall is just ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. But um, that's one of my favorite games. There's no time. music either on the rainbow one. I no. Think that one's also it's just, yeah, just yeah. a long, weird. silent one. It's quiet. <laughs> just out there in space. <laughs> I wish they stuck to the premise where it's like you're in space, no sound, except then there, you still hear the noises yeah. of the items. Oh, yeah. But that'd be cool if it was just <laughs> totally silent. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, boy. Love Mario Kart. Okay, uh, so that is a little bit about December of 1996. Do you want to talk about Oh Christmas Pete? Let's do it. Well, this episode begins with Big Pete telling us everyone knows the best day of the year is Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the family gathers under the tree for presents, but as Pete puts it, before you can say, la 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 la, <laughs> Christmas is over. Only this year, as the holiday is coming to an end, little Pete plugs the tree back in, announcing... Christmas lives. <laughs> Theme uh, song? 
Yes, this is the theme song. How mm. did you feel about this intro? This is kind of different. Uh, the theme the song they, intro? Uh, before the theme song. Like, the way they laid out the episode yeah. early on. How do you mean different? Um, like, they kind of just summed up everything real quick in uh, that first minute or whatever. Like, yeah. usually they kind of let it play out. Like, but, tease it, but yeah. not give everything away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it didn't bother me. Um, <laughs> you know, little right. Pete's a little aggressive. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm always happy to get to that player's theme song. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, um, so after the theme song, it's the day after Christmas, and the Wrigley's are tired and moping around the house when Little Pete presents the family with a plan. Make every day Christmas. Dad, everybody, we need to talk. This was us yesterday on Christmas. Uh. This is us today. My proposal is this. Make every day Christmas. Just because Christmas is over doesn't mean it has to feel like it's over. I like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel I've seen a Christmas thing that's about after Christmas. Yeah, which that's a good point. It's kind of like your classic take on a Christmas movie, like the Christmas spirit, keeping it alive, but... Usually it's like leading up to Christmas. Yeah, I like that it starts on December twenty sixth. I thought that was a unique perspective. I agree with that, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like the Christmas every day is a little Pete type Ye- of thing to do. Right. Yeah. So. He just wants everyone to be happy and yeah. gifts. Um, when you said <clears throat> little Pete was being aggressive, that's one thing that I, I wasn't sure. I wanted to go back and watch other episodes, but I was I wanted to know this episode, so I, I watched this one like three or four times. Yeah. But is he like that every episode? Is he always so... Like um, an, yeah. Like an army general kind of like... <laughs> He's pretty abrasive. Dictating things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he doesn't like to be told what to do. And he does kind of push things along, I yeah, guess. He definitely sticks to his guns. We've seen... Um, I think the first Pete and Pete episode we talked about was Grounded for Life, where he's grounded, but he literally tunnels his way out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think even from the start, he's pretty he's pretty much like that. I think as he gets older, Danny Tamborelli's performance becomes a little more brash. Like, he's a little more... Uh, not as charming. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But that's just part of him getting older. Yeah. Um, so Dad is unconvinced at first, but he changes his mind at the mention of fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> That night, the Wrigley's celebrate Christmas all over again, and the next day, they go out caroling. Um, I just want to pause for a moment to say that I really like that scene that night when they're celebrating it again. And At the dinner table. They bring in the fruitcake on a platter yeah. for dinner. It has a real feel to it. It kind of did make me happy, like, oh, good, yeah. they're, they're celebrating <laughs> again. Not like, you know, most families probably it's just like leftovers, yeah. you know, whatever, but it really seemed like they are having fun. They hire a fake Santa for their garage, and soon, <laughs> soon the whole street is involved, even Pitstain. Yeah, who we haven't talked about yet in the podcast, but uh, he kind of replaces Endless Mike as the Wellsville bully. Tough guy. Yeah. 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 Before long, Dad loses his Christmas spirit and decides it's time for the holiday to come to an end. He's worried that it's garbage day and that the dreaded garbage man is coming. Son, uh, let's be reasonable, huh? Uh, This this is old, uh, dried out, shedding. 
could say the same about you. <laughs> Look, if the tree goes, Christmas goes. Pete, you, you kept Christmas going, and I'm proud of you. But, you know, let's do a reality check here, huh? Uh, the credit card bills are in, I gotta go back to work, and besides, it's... It's garbage day, and we don't want to get him mad. Dad didn't even have to say his name. We're introduced to Garbage Man through a song. <laughs> shall, shall we hear it? <laughs> Let's. <laughs> They say when he was a little boy, he was thrown away like a Christmas toy. Garbage man. He grew up tough, he grew up mean, he became a Christmas killing machine. Garbage man. He'll take your trash, he'll crush your tree, he feeds on pain and misery. He's garbage man. Crusher of dreams. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. All right. <laughs> what do you think about that song? Being being a songwriter yourself, a man of music, did you like the Garbage Man song? It definitely uh, <laughs> gave you a good idea of his background. <laughs> <laughs> it did its For job. Sure. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, they use a filter, uh, like this, like kind of blue and gray type filter, which really. I mean, he's scary looking. The Garbage Man yeah, is scary looking is. to begin with, but that he looked kind of nightmarish. You know who I realized he kind of looks like is the the newer Joker that was played by. Uh, oh uh, yes. Um, in a way. Jared Leto. Kinda, yeah. 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 A little bit, but there's other like Marilyn Manson I noticed that I mm. thought that kinda reminded me You of know it. who I thought of? Uh the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted's oh, Bogus yeah. Journey. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Good. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So the garbage man shows up at the Wrigley's house to collect their tree, but little Pete refuses to let Christmas die. That night, garbage man. Wait, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we heard um <laughs> this the well, I just want to listen to it here because yeah. I think this this line delivery by the garbage man is so good. The tree stays. Uh, ha- haven't you heard? It's still Christmas. Right! It's, um, jingle all the way. Really? Is that so? So I hadn't heard that. No, what I've heard up and down this street is the snapping, crunching, grinding sound of Christmas being slowly and painfully crushed to death. So spare me the sap. You've had your day of peace on earth, now I want mine. Give me the tree. Where's your Christmas spirit? I was vaccinated against it when I was just a little boy. The tree, now! Ho, ho, no. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, yeah. Um, so I just, uh, I think, like, the actor's very good here. Yeah. And uh, he's really, like, he's someone you can hate as, like, kind of the counter counterpoint to Christmas. Definitely. He almost is monstrous. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, that night, Garbage Man comes into the Wrigley's house. That, that scared me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I was like, why is Don so calm here? Yeah. <laughs> There's an intruder in his own. Like, that is the scariest person you could possibly wake up to, <laughs> standing over you. <laughs> yeah. 
well, we do find out that Dad made a deal to bring the holiday to an end. But when Garbage Man goes to take the tree, an alarm goes off. And he's hit, <laughs> <laughs> and he's hit by a nutcracker tranquilizer dart. Yeah, this is, I think, like a more of a season three Pete and Pete thing. Gets like a little zanier with that type of stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, not that they didn't do it, but it just seemed very like they went a little more crazy the third season with that stuff. Make one move, the angel gets you. But Garbage Man got it first, Nutcracker style, with a tranquilizer dart right in the jugular. <laughs> is this all you got? Take one last look at your precious tree, gingerbread boy. It's mine now. Let go, pushbag! Not until I turn Christmas into sawdust, you eggnog-sucking tinsel-nosed elf! No one talks trash to my son! As he stumbles out of the house, hallucinating from the dart, he declares that until the Wrigleys give up their tree, he won't pick up any of their garbage. For a while, the neighborhood continues to celebrate, but soon the stench becomes too much, and the Wrigleys are ostracized. Pete, this is embarrassing. You know what people are calling me at school? Garbage boy. No one's calling you garbage boy. On your right, garbage boy and his putrefying pile of garbage. Little Pete decides to fight back, first replacing every TV channel with a crackling Yule log, (laughs) then pumping fake snow into people's houses, and finally organizing a Santa Mambo down the street. Yeah. I like the use of um, the town of Wellsville in this episode. It almost reminded me more of a cartoon where you have the town as like kind of this mindless mob yeah. that whoever is speaking is who they're supporting. So like one moment Pete will say something and they'll be like, yeah. yeah. And then the garbage man will say something and then they're on his side immediately. So it was almost this like cartoonish way of dealing with the population of the town. I liked it. This um, little collection of clips was maybe my favorite part of the episode tv i loved the tv channel being different and i really loved the snow being pumped into people's houses something yeah. about that's like just surreal yeah. yeah on the 12th day though the garbage man strikes back cutting off the whole street's trash pickup until he gets the wrigley's tree tensions quickly rise as the garbage begins to pile up and before long, the whole neighborhood is demanding the Wrigleys give up their tree. Attention, Cranston Street! Attention! So you've joined the little Yuletide Sapfest. Very well. Now you will all pay. Until that tree is mine, no one gets their trash collected. When you've had enough of your own stink, talk to your pal, Pete Wrigley. Garbage man, out. Uh, one thing, one I guess one criticism mm-hmm. of this episode as I'm thinking about it is, uh, it's obvious that they shot this episode in fall. Um, the oh. trees, there's no snow, hmm. and uh, there's still leaves on the trees. And if you look at the ground, there's leaves all over the ground. <laughs> and I guess like you could miss it, but it, to me, it didn't quite feel. Like yeah. interesting, I definitely felt like it was fall, but I didn't think that. I yeah, didn't consciously think yeah. about that. Yeah, I, once and once I like noticed it, I couldn't stop. Hmm. That tree has all its leaves, <laughs> <laughs> or like that yard is littered with leaves. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. something that kind of threw me. But. Not something I even noticed at all. 
Okay, we'll factor that into your crypt star rating. I will. Don't worry. <laughs> um, as a last effort to change everyone's mind and save Christmas, Little Pete puts on a Santa boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> but unwilling to punch out Santa, the neighborhood starts to come back around to the Christmas spirit. Yeah, let's. I want to play this clip yeah. of Pit Stain's interaction with Santa here. Oh, that's. I take a little. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that down. That, that made me uh, feel all kinds of feels. <laughs> <laughs> Take down the claws! How about you, Pitstain? I can't hammer Santa. Hi, Santa. Thanks for the choo-choo. Pete's plan was working. No one would touch Santa. It'd be like punching out Christmas! Plus, technically, he is in an entirely different weight class. Christmas spirit land. Thanks for the choo choo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good line delivery from Pitstein. That is until the garbage man enters the ring. The crowd cheers as garbage man trounces Santa, and little Pete is finally forced to throw in the towel. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> that night, little Pete drags the tree out to garbage man, and the neighborhood gathers to see it go. But as Garbage Man crushes it in his truck, Big Pete steals the crowd's attention with his own display of holiday spirit, lighting the giant trash mounds to look like Christmas trees. Which looks very cool. Yeah. And I imagine if the quality of the episode was a little better, it would look even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finally, the town is swayed, and even Garbage Man is overcome by the Christmas spirit. Yeah, he feels something inside. He's struggling with it. And it's my favorite moment of the episode... Uh, when the garbage man is asking why he's feeling this way and it cuts to the people of Wellsville and they're like kind of telling him and he's like, it's this emotional moment and there's a quick, (laughs) there's a quick cut to Wayne Purdue just sniffing his nose (laughs) for no reason whatsoever. It's like this real feel good moment. And then you just go to Wayne and it's just, It's just like, I don't know. It's just such a great editing choice. And... Oh. Oh, I feel all weird and woozy like. Is it a kind of tingly feeling right around here? Yeah. Kind of soft and fuzzy? Yeah, sort of. Sounds like the Christmas spirit to me. Aww. Aww. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's just a little heartburn. Huh. Just a little something I cut. What'd you think about this ending? Well, I don't know how else you end it. Um, I mean, Pete and Pete, even though like a lot of people I think couldn't consider it like the anti-establishment mm-hmm. show of Nickelodeon in the 90s, uh, in reality, it always ends kind of with a nice resolution. Everybody yeah. feels good at the end of a Pete oh. and Pete episode. Yeah, I guess so. So I'm not sure, like, why you'd break the formula on this episode. Yeah. Um, and it's not like they show, like, the garbage man, like, doing the mambo or mm-hmm. anything too crazy. He just feels a little something. I... And the garbage being the thing that does that, right? Like... Oh, no, it's not yeah, Christmas trees. Okay. It's it's piles of garbage that are lit up. 
I don't know. What did you think about the ending? I guess I don't really... I can't compare it to the other episodes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like you said, I, I was able to feel relaxed <laughs> at the end. Like, okay, that's a good resolution. Everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah. And so ended the battle for Christmas. Of course, no holiday can really last all year. But from that day on, in a town called Wellsville, there was a little more peace on Earth and lots of goodwill to go around. You didn't like it? I didn't love how quickly the garbage man came around, Mm -hmm. but now that you mentioned that piles of garbage, it it does feel better. Yeah. I just didn't put that together. Maybe if they gave him a hint of remorse somewhere before, Mm -hmm. like maybe like when he punched Santa or something, like if maybe like after the match he kind of like felt bad or something. But it is kind of a quick quick turnaround yeah. for him especially someone who's been so ruthlessly against christmas um but uh i think maybe of all the christmas episodes we've talked about it's the most different type of story yeah um which i liked um should we do a, a little bios and trivia talk about the making sure hi this is bios trivia ratings and stray observations took a look at Mrs. Blotard, who's a common neighbor <laughs> in the Wellsville and neighborhood. And she's very outspoken in this yeah, episode, yeah. like a lot of lines. Uh, yeah, she yells at the neighbor <laughs> for putting his trash like too close to her yard. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, she's played by Marilyn Dobrin. Um, you may recognize her from Law & Order, Meet the Parents, and Entourage. Meet the Parents, huh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, I also took a look at the Garbage Man, of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh, he's played by Joseph McKenna, and he's been in a lot of stuff, including 12 Monkeys, the movie, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Mr. Robot. So he's still oh, doing wow. stuff. Yeah. yeah, really active. I mean, he's really, I think he's really good in the episode. Yeah, he's kind of, great. Kind of a classic. I mean, Pete and Pete, those those uh, supporting characters are just so strong. Yeah. Um, interesting, when I was on Wikipedia looking at Pete and Pete, I clicked on his name, and the link it takes you to is like a Joseph McKenna 19th century like lawyer. <laughs> so, just kind of a weird thing. So this episode was directed by Damon Santo Stefano, uh, and he is responsible for a show in the 80s called Fright Show. Or actually, it's a movie, but it's like a C-level type movie called Fright Show. Uh, he did three episodes of Pete and Pete along with this one. He also did Road Warrior and one of my favorites, Yellow Fever. Mm, yeah. Um, he episode he directed one episode of Clueless, uh, one episode of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, he directed a movie in the early two thousands called Last Man Standing, which he co-wrote with Rick Gomez, who is Endless Mike, <laughs> wow. and Endless Mike actually stars in it. Um, and the synopsis looks actually really interesting. I think it's about an actor. They said it like blurs the line of documentary and film so much that like people weren't sure what it was. Huh. But it's about like a guy trying to pursue acting. Um, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he also directed a movie last year called Pure Country, Pure Heart, which is about I think a girl going on the road with a country singer or something like that. Um, so he's still working. Um, the episode was written by uh, four people. I took a look at a guy named Dean Batali. Um, he worked on another episode of Pete and Pete called 35 Hours. 
Uh, he direct or he wrote six episodes of a show called Hope and Gloria, twenty two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. Uh, he worked on nineteen episodes of that '70s show. Uh, he worked on seven rebooted uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not the one with Melissa Joan Hart, but one they made. Like last year. Like, no, not the new one either. Oh. There's like one that I hadn't heard of, kind of in the in between those two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he currently works on a show called The Good Witch, which is on Hallmark. Mm. So he is still writing Dean Battalion. Nice. Yeah. Uh, any trivia? Uh, yeah, I got a few little things here. Um, Garbage Man's Ballad was written by Robert Agnello. Interesting. That's thing. not the. He's sung. It's sung by David Joe. Okay. Hansen. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Collaborative effort on that. Yeah. One. Um, this is we mentioned the first and only full-length Christmas episode. There was a short Christmas thing um, before the season proper began. Um, the I the way the garbage man says "garbage day" um, is apparently kind of referencing Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Mm-hmm. Um, horror movie. Yeah. Guys dressed up as Santa Claus and ah. killing people. <laughs> um, and I noted um, somewhere where I was watching this, somebody noted that this, that the Garbage Man song sounds like the Canyon Arrow song oh, from Simpsons. Yeah. Um, and what's really interesting about that to me is that this came first. Oh. So it wasn't just a... Wow. Although I feel like that music for the Garbage Man song mm-hmm. has like been around for a long yeah, time. It's kind of the Western It does sound type. very familiar. Yeah. Like the jingle of like in an old Western one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the only piece of trivia I have here is that uh, some people drew the parallel that um, the movie Will McRobb will make after Pete and Pete ends is Snow Day. Which has kind of a lot of things in common yeah. with this episode of uh, you know a snow, pretty much the guy who plows the snow trying to ruin the kid's snow yeah. day um so it seemed like there's a lot of like story elements that it's in yeah those characters too really felt similar to me the chris elliott <laughs> <Chris Elliot. laughs> yeah yeah um but that's all the trivia i had uh stray observations i noticed that they mentioned pete and pete's street that they live on in this one mm-hmm. Cran- catch that cranston i finally decided it was cranston <laughs> Hmm. Based on, I just looked a few different places because oh, okay. it sounded both ways in the episode. But, okay. Um, anyway, that's strange. Um, I really liked the feet running down the steps at the beginning of the episode. That might have been my favorite shot of this. Like, it was just, something about it was a... The Christmas morning? Yes. Yeah. It was um, reminiscent of, like, some of the earlier Pete and Pete shots like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Big Pete's gift to Little Pete, did you note this oh yeah that's kind of funny how it's kind of a current thing as well the, uh, yeah flamethrower yep <laughs> to clean uh he tells him to clean the room yeah yeah <laughs> great brother joe <laughs> um did you catch the reasons why dad wants to end christmas uh no credit card that's one of them yeah um to go back to work. That's another <laughs> <laughs> That's more than I got. I love that in particular because I'm just like thinking Dad just took off work, I guess, he, you know, all this week. Yeah. Um, he also uh, says the tree is dried out and, <laughs> and of course, it's garbage day. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
the hmm. garbage man has something on the front of strapped to the front of his truck. Did you catch this? Boy, I paused it and tried to make it out. I just was it a Santa? What was I it? I believe it's a Santa with like the head broken off. Oh, okay. Hmm. Like a plastic. Yeah. Light I, up Santa. Okay, that makes sense. Um, we found out what the newspaper in their town is called in this episode. Yes, it's called the Wellsville Times. Yeah, and did you catch the headline? Trash heap causes stink. And then below, <laughs> uh, <laughs> below Big Pete, Pete's picture in the episode, we know that he's called Garbage Boy. Yeah, so it says Garbage Boy. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny too, yeah. with the them yelling at him, Garbage Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you catch the Yule Chog? Yule Log Channel message? No. Welcome to All Year Cheer. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Um, did you catch what the snow machine was called? The fake snow machine? Oh, darn. Is it Kreb something? Um, I didn't see Kreb star in the name, so oh, okay. I don't have it. But no, I didn't see. Um, it was called Faux Snowblow. Hmm. Um, okay. Speaking of Kreb star, though... I noticed that the garbage trucks, but I couldn't catch it. Yeah, um, the the only parts of it, I, I it said Wellsville something on yeah. it, and then the phone number partial was like the classic five five five, but I couldn't make out the whole yeah. number. Yeah. Um, I thought that the mamboing Santa seemed like an Artie role. Like if Artie had been in the episode, yeah, would have been Artie. Doing <laughs> yeah, that. this episode could have really had some good Artie moments too. Yeah. Um, I also really liked the garbage man um, putting out the Yule log on TV. Like, oh, yeah. watching it, and then he puts it out suddenly. Yeah, his shows face up. shows up. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, finally, did you guys catch the number of garbage stacks in the neighborhood? Oh, Lord. Um, I would guess six. <laughs> I'll go eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bobby wins this one. It was ten. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet uh, I was thinking of like for the production those would be fun to kind of build maybe yeah or maybe a pain in the butt I don't know uh, but it looked it looked I liked really him cool. in that episode yeah, yeah it looked great um let's see here so actually season three has kind of some new images in the credits uh, I said here that little Pete is sliding down a big hall uh, for his introduction Big Pete has a big hat on that says Pedro Mom has the fish bucket on her head Dad is burning himself on the grill. Ellen is looking out the window and smiling, and then they add for season three Nona to the credits, oh. and she's dancing in her title sequence. Um, the Early in the episode, they show Little Pete's calendar. It's a calendar of December 25th. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was just interested on what day of the week the actual Christmas would have fell. December 25th falls on a Friday that mm. year. Um... What song starts pl when uh, the garbage man's in the house? Uh, he bumps into the record player, and the record player starts oh, playing man. a song. Mm. Did you notice what song it starts playing? No. Appropriately, it starts playing "Oh Christmas Tree." Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you note any of Little Pete's insults? Man, I didn't. I... Uh, we hear "puss bag," "fungus lick," and "dripweed." <laughs> Pretty good. good and then any of the garbage man insults? He had some of his own. No. His were a little more elaborate. Uh, well, the first one I like, uh, ginger, Gingerbread Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, uh, really good, uh, Eggnog Sucking Tinsel Nose Elf. 
<laughs> pretty good. They're really good at making them sound almost actually vulgar, but yes. not really. Not far yeah. enough to yeah. actually offend anyone. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch what the name of Little Pete's operation was called to get people back on board with celebrating Christmas? No. Yeah, I don't know. It was called Operation Joy to the World. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, uh, which ends on the 12th day of Christmas, which would be January 6th. Um, Did you catch any of the nicknames Little Pete gives Santa in the boxing match? He calls him the Annihilator of the North, (laughs) the Pounder of the Pole, and Killer Kringle. Uh, How about... um, why Why does uh, one of the people in the audience say it makes sense for Pitstain not to fight Santa? Man. I don't know how I'm missing this. <laughs> uh, different weight class. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then finally, uh, what does little Pete tell Santa to do as the boxing match uh, starts and goes on? It's a weird, like, it's a weird, you could tell they dubbed in the line. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I, I don't know. He tells him to use his jab. <laughs> and then during the uh, boxing match, little Pete shouts, Eye of the Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a little, uh, little, a few stray observations. Ratings uh, on IMDb, this episode has an 8.2 out of 10. And on TV.com, it has a 7.8 mm. out of 10. So out of five Kreb stars, what did you give Oh Christmas Pete? Man, I was really going back and forth on this, um, but I finally decided three and a half out of five. Wow, much um, lower than I thought. I tr- was trying to judge it against the all the other Pete and Pete's too. Okay. Um, and I just felt like, especially the beginning of the episode for me, something about just felt a little bit clumsier than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff I liked about it. Um, I thought it really got the Christmas feel. Uh, the snow machines in the house. I love the garbage man and the trash piles. Um, but I just, like, stuff like uh, Pete's presentation at the beginning and the nativity play, I just thought oh, yeah. were kind of, like, a little wasted. Like, they could have just, they could have done a little bit more with them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, fe- I think this may- could be my lowest uh, Pete and Pete score yet. Overall, definitely yet. Yeah. But... Okay, interesting. Um, I mean, that all makes sense. All makes sense. What did you think, Bobby? Out of five, what <laughs> would you give Oh Christmas Pete? Well, I'm going to say over three. It's 3.62, <laughs> I think. Wow, <laughs> okay. All right, so you liked nice. it more than Andrew. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I also uh, I need to watch some more Pete and Pete to compare it. because I don't want to go too high because yes. I know Pete and Pete has a reputation for <laughs> fulfilling a lot of people's uh, entertainment needs. But uh, <laughs> I have to agree with Andrew when it comes to some of the scenes feeling unnecessary, like the um, uh, talking about the chart and some of the scenes. But the, ah, the garbage man actor, he was, he was great. He yeah. definitely made me want to keep watching. <laughs> Every time he said, like, taking garbage from a baby. Like, or, like, you know, when yeah. he filled things in with garbage. Like, I yeah. just love that. Yeah, he did have a lot of garbage, ready-to-go garbage lines. Yeah. <laughs> taking out the trash. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I gave it a four. Um, I thought it's one of the better Christmas episodes we watched. Definitely. Um, so for that reason alone, I think, like, Nickelodeon just didn't do a great job with 
I mean, there's some okay ones, but uh, I thought this was a strong one. Uh, didn't like that it was clearly fall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also like that they utilize kind of the whole family. I like when the all the Wrigleys are involved. I like Wellsville when they use the town. Uh, and the garbage man was just great. Um, but I kind of agree that like towards the beginning there are some pacing issues as far as like getting to it. Yeah, it takes a little long. Um, especially like you said in that intro, they set it up where you could just get going. So not a perfect Pete and Pete by any stretch, but uh, still a very good. I, I again I kind of that premise of December twenty sixth starting a Christmas episode the day mm-hmm. after. You yeah, and uh, just that was a good hook for me. Um, how did you guys feel about the boxing match? Um, I guess a little underwhelming. Like, I didn't really care what happened, I guess. I love the pit stain interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the actual garbage man beating up Santa didn't fulfill anything, Yeah, I that's guess. pretty much how I felt about it. Yeah. It's just... I felt like it was dark. That was probably yeah, one of the yeah. reasons why I felt like it was dark when that lady was, like, you know, encouraging. <laughs> yeah. Beaten up. What did she call him? What was her use of uh, calling him overweight? How did uh, she say it? And then she took it back. Yeah, yeah. Weird, but... <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a strange scene. Um, At the how- same time, it's like, I guess, uh, you know, he's literally beating up Christmas, so I, <laughs> you know... Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, uh, do you want to name the episode? Yeah. Man, I went with the day after Christmas. Oh, I like it. Right to the point. Yep. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. The day after Christmas. Okay. Bobby, did you have one? I guess uh, they were on to something with Oh Christmas Pete. I think I would have done Oh Christmas Trash. Oh, okay. Oh Christmas Trash. I like it. I like it, yeah. Boy, I'm stuck here. I got two that I love. Okay, I'm going with Miracle on Cranston. Well, Cranston. I guess guess it would be Miracle on Cranston Street. Yeah, Yeah, Um, that's, that's good. Really utilizes the street. It's, it's the same premise as yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, essentially, yeah. uh, with trash. <laughs> um, I did think uh, a good a tagline for the episode would be, one, man trash, one man's trash is another man's Christmas. Oh, man, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, for sure you were going to say Operation Joy, Joy to the, the World. world. Yeah. yeah, I thought about that one. The other one I was really going back and forth with was uh, Sanitation. Oh, it's <laughs> good. Wow, those are uh, all some good ones. Uh, yeah. All right, so we have <laughs> um, the day after Christmas. Oh, Christmas trash and miracle on Cranston Street. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you get. We'll post those. You guys can vote as always. Have a good time. <laughs> um, but what are we talking about next this year? Well, the year's winding down. Mm-hmm. So the it's days finally, are getting darker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's finally our year in review 2018. Yeah. All things 2018. Yep. Or is at least as much as we have consumed. Yeah. Of it. Uh, and Candace will be joining us for that episode. So that should be fun. We'll definitely get her opinions on horses. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we, you can find us on Twitter at BOC podcast on Instagram at orange couch podcast. Uh, you can email us. 
um, at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean. You can hear us on iTunes. Leave us a review or tell a friend. That's even more helpful. Spread the holiday cheer of a good podcast. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much for talking about yeah. P&P with us. It's a pleasure, as always. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Straps down, there's still a lot of opportunity If you look around, but I'm running out of luck I'm stuck earning 15 bucks At least the government would feed me If I'm taken by the cops I think I'm getting depressed It's always me against the world I'm well aware I'm egocentric and it's going Thanks for the choo-choo.